It's nearly Christmas. It's the 8th of December. It's a new week. It's a Wednesday. It's good fun to have you guys listen again. So welcome to another episode. Really appreciate you guys coming along. It is nearly Christmas. And what better way to tell your loved ones or to show your loved ones how much you love them by logging on to the link below to the Walk the Line official, Walk the Line podcast official merchandise shop. That's right, guys. I have sold out. I am a little bitch. I've sold out. You can buy Walk the Line official merchandise stuff. I need to keep stop saying Walk the Line because that's like infringement. Walk the Line podcast official merchandise. There you go. Guys, it's free shipping for life. You don't pay any sort of shipping on there because I am that generous. And uh, yeah, you get yourself some hoodies, get some gels and t-shirts, limited edition stuff. And if you message me on Instagram at Walk the Line podcast official, um, I'll give you a code which will give you 10% off up until the end of the year. There you go. Spread the love. Spread the love. God, I feel dirty after doing that. But hey, it has to be done. I get told to do stuff like this, so why not? I love you guys for listening. I don't need anything from you, but I appreciate it. If you want to buy something, it's got to go to a good cause, and that is basically putting back into this, this show. So there you go, guys. I appreciate it. So anyway, on to the show, guys. On to the show. And I've got a banger for you today. I am joined by Savannah Hawk. Savannah is a podcaster an author, a TEDx speaker as well. In TEDx, I tried to go on TEDx once, and they told me to do one. Basically, they asked me, what do you want to talk about? I just went, anything. And they went, nope, not today. But here's my podcast. I've got a show. I swear, no, no, not, not having you. So well done, Savannah, for actually getting on here, to be honest, which is great. Um, Savannah's released a new book, which is Living with Crossdressing. And uh, Savannah herself is a crossdresser, male to female crossdresser. Now, we have a really in-depth chat about this and that was great i had such a good chat out such good fun on this it was so it was great it opened my eyes because i do not know much about the kind of trans community the lgbtq plus community anything like that and savannah went into detail about it especially the cross-dressing side of things and how it differs from everything else and uh yeah it did open my eyes a little bit because um i'm a bit of an idiot when it comes to this side of things i'm a bit sheltered so it's great to get a little bit of insight first-hand insight guys so if you're listening to this and you can relate savannah told uh, well she mentions on the show that you can get in touch with her and discuss things with cross-dressing and all that sort of side of things and her way of dealing with it and how you she can help get over it it's great it's great but anyway without me rabbiting on too much Let's go on with the show. Please welcome, guys, the amazing and incredibly brave Savannah Hogg. So the new the, the, we're on Zoom and we've got the, the the new voice. I can never get used to it because every time I edit it out, I always get recording in progress. Okay, thanks. Thank you very much, Missy Zoom. You've consented to be recording. There's nothing naughty happening here. Just two people having a chat. So yeah. anyway, Savannah, how's things? How are you getting on? Fantastic. I am so excited to be here. Um, I, I've been listening to your podcast for a while now, and it's been you've had amazing guests on you're amazing i mean you know you with your film work and the work you're doing on podcasts 
amazing. Just amazing. So oh, just thanks, man. Super, that, that, super thrilled. That makes stuff you're making me blush right now. I like that. I like that. I appreciate it. I mean, I appreciate you even listening to a few of the episodes, which is great. And it's great to have you on, you know, when you contacted us. And I was like, yeah, I have to get, I have to get yourself on. She needs to come on. So I was like, fantastic. So not feeling too bad from the booster. You've uh, you've you've had some microchips been put into you. Um, <laughs> the lizard people are coming out to kind of take you away after this, so be careful. Well, they'll probably be taking me away anyway, just because <laughs> of, of being dual gender. But uh, yes, for your audience who's listening, I have a little band aid on my arm. Me and my girlfriend both went and got our uh, third shot, so it was our first booster for the COVID. For the COVID, the the, vid, and, uh, the, the yeah, just uh, yeah, we're just trying to keep safe because you know we're in the south of uh united states yeah and you know vaccination is not necessarily the the strong suit when it comes to uh <laughs> what people think and believe so i'm all about just staying safe you know what i, I, I it's bad i've not had my any vaccinations yet <gasps> i know people are listening to this i have just lost about a thousand subscribers now i've had a thousand subscribers anyway <laughs> i've probably just lost listeners of just i just that massive click noise is the noise of everyone switching off <laughs> everybody exiting <laughs> God, he's an anti-vaxxer. But this is the thing. I am not an anti-vaxxer in the slightest. I've just not had a chance. I literally have not had a chance because I, I, I constantly work. I'm mostly doing this during the nighttime. I just haven't had a chance. And I've got my daughter at weekends. And it's just like, yeah, I mean, my other half, she, uh, she's uh, she's had her first one. And I'm just like, yeah, whatever. I had to go with her. And I could have got it there because beforehand in the UK, you have to make an appointment with it. And I had, I just... There was not so many appointments. I was like, oh, I can't be doing with this. I work about an hour away. At the time I get back, it's seven o'clock at night. I just want to chill out, put my feet up, play yeah. some play some Xbox and do nothing. <laughs> no, none of this. Maybe you could get like an at-home, you know, nurse care coming See, you this know, is administer what, to you. Someone's missing a trick here. We've just decided, you. we've just created our own <laughs> new business venture. Have we just are we this is a this is a millionaire idea. So we can say do that. T, you can TM that. I will give that to you to use free of charge. <laughs> okay. I want five percent cut though. That's what you get. Nothing else. I'll take five. I, I was gonna ask for three, but hey, five is, is even better. You're very oh, generous. Fuck I, I fucked that one up, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. So Savannah, thanks again. Thanks for coming on. Um, I want to get you on um, because you've got an interesting story to yourself, haven't you, really, to be honest. Um, you've got a couple of books out. Have a chat about that. I mean, I want to talk to you about this because um, with this sort of certain subject we discussed before, I am a complete noob at this. I'm very, like, in the dark because um, I don't know much about it. I know, obviously, about the, the, the uh, dual genderships and all that sort of stuff that's going on in the world right now, but I just don't know much about it. So hopefully having yourself on is, uh, as an advocate of this, uh, and shed, not shed some light, but educate us. Educate me as well. I mean, this is what the main thing is, is to educate people. So um, what? go, go for it. Um, yeah, I'll take... Well, you're, you you're take putting me floor. on the spot. I didn't think this would be the focus of the episode, but let me drop some knowledge on you. But what I'll start with... <laughs> what I'm going to start oh, with is, is me, with yep. me, which is um, I am a lifelong gender-diverse person. I am uh, born male. So I'm biologically male. Right. I have no intention of changing from male to female. So I'm not going to transition. But that being said, since I was a small child and it's, it's grown and ebbed and flowed and evolved from the age of six to now, um, I've always had an affinity and a draw to the feminine. So I have this feminine side of me that I need to express. Right. So in the gender, you had mentioned it, you know, my gender 
designation, so to speak, is dual gender, or you can say gender queer, non-binary, gender fluid, and they all have kind of nuances to them. Uh, but unfortunately, for much of my life, I spent calling myself a crossdresser. Right. You know, back back in the early 1900s, it was called transvestite, which then transvestite became tranny, right. which became a slur. And by the time I was ready to face that for myself, I'm like, eh, I'm not going to use the word tranny or transvestite. It just seems very clinical. So it does. A, lot, a lot of the descriptive of certain, even the any sort of aspect becomes a slur, becomes yeah. like a, a derogatory term towards it, but it's actually like a, a, a slang version of what it's actually like. And it, it, I kind of, uh, everyone keeps um, well, noticing that why do they keep changing what they, what they call themselves sort of thing. I can, you can understand why, because every time they call themselves something different, you take the piss out of them and you, you use it as a, a, a derogatory term. So yeah, I can understand why. Yeah. And unfortunately though, in, in the, I don't know, it's a, let's say 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, even tranny wasn't a word that a lot of the community tried to um, take back. Yeah. As like, you know, and, but now people are like, yeah, I'm, tra I'm tranny. What are, you know, it's like people are owning it. But at the time, you, I didn't want to be associated with the term in 95 when I finally made that decision to say right. I am a crossdresser. But then what happens between then and now is that the word crossdresser has become so diluted and kind of uh, made to feel like not part of the community, not part of the transgender umbrella. Okay. That like we're just fetishists. We're just like doing it for a good time. We're just doing mm -hmm. it because we're we're bored, without realizing that a crossdresser is not a gender. Crossdresser is just the crossdressing. It's just the the mechanism, the the action, the verb that allows me to present this way right. as a woman. So uh, that uh, what I'm trying to do in my advocacy is kind of uh, kind of disassociate the stigma of the word, mm -hmm. then also educate people to say, listen. Yeah, you cross-dress, but you're not a cross-dresser. That's not who you are. That's just how you do it. Yeah. So like the, the deeper discussion is why do you do it? I'm not saying, well, because the folds of my brain tell me that I should, you know, my chemicals and, and my mom did this during pregnancy. I'm not saying that kind of stuff. I'm saying you have a draw in or you have draw to the masculine. Why is that? What is it that that appeals to you? What is it that uh, uh, kind of fulfills your heart a little bit, or even if it's just a kink, you know, why, why do you get off wearing women's clothing? Is it the taboo and the forbiddenness mm. of it? Or do you really feel an affinity for the feminine while in masculine, in a masculine body? So. Yeah. You mentioned before about, obviously you, 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 you kind of came open about it at 95. So a bloody long time, but in a, it's a short period of time, but in this sort of like, can I, uh, subject it's a long time ago i mean people don't think that yeah the 90s was 30 years ago which really makes me cry because it's like oh my god and it's like oh jesus christ it's like oh 95 i was literally in teenager style you know and i'm just like christ but from a society point of view and uh we were very very naive very young you know it's when it what what was the really the catalyst for you to say right this I I, I want to do this I want to be I want to voice it and I want want to mm. let people know what what was there is there like a little moment or was it just like no time's right now? Well, I would say in '95 it was really about speaking that out loud for myself. This wasn't about sharing it with others. It was just about me finally coming to terms yes. with. And again, I spent my entire childhood uh, in a very conservative Midwest home where you know gays were bashed and 
Um, mm. You know, if you're a man in a dress, you're probably doing it for a comedy effect. You know, that's not what yeah, yeah, men do, do and boys do. They don't dress this way. It wasn't known. I didn't know of anybody. But in 95, I moved from Michigan in the Midwest to New York City. Right. Which, which had a thriving drag community and gay community. And all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, oh, look, look, there's people. It's like, they're like me. And I finally started to realize it would be okay to finally face that for myself and say, no, you know what? I see that I'm not alone. I see that there is community out there and I've seen people do it in public yeah. in different ways, whether it's drag or, you know, a sexual orientation, whatever it would be. I had enough bravery to say, yes, I accept that for myself. Now, your second part of that question was what made me want to share it? And that's only come within the last couple of years. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. And uh, one of it was I wrote the first book when I was still in New York. And that was because my girlfriend was reading books I told her to read when I told her, because when we first got together, I said, hey, by the way, I'm Savannah also, because she never knew about Savannah. And so I said, oh, read these books. And unfortunately, I never read those books. And unfortunately, <laughs> the content of that books didn't make it any better for me <laughs> after she read it. And I'm like, so she had more questions than she had questions answered. Yeah. And it really, it really dug her into a, well, in this book, it says that, yes, he said he was a crossdresser, but five years later, he transitioned to a woman. And that scared her because she didn't want to be in a relationship with a woman. She wanted to be in a relationship with me as a man. Of course. Uh, even coming to terms with, you know, the feminine appearance uh, in, at some times. So I wrote my own book. <laughs> so, well yeah if you can't find it that obviously was a, a market there if you couldn't find it in books out there or you couldn't find the information yourself why not go and do it yourself makes sense yeah well luckily i've written other books in my male persona fiction writing that prepared me oh actually and i used to uh do movie reviews oh, i was wow. in new york city i had my own website and did movie reviews uh we'd go to the premieres and we'd go to the sneak peeks and uh if you have this ticket you can get in if they have enough you know in line and uh, so I did that. Then that led to writing fiction in my male form. And that led me to write this, the first book, the first Living with Crossdressing book, really? uh, which was about relationships. And it was about like the types of crossdressers you could, could be, or could encounter in my story up to that moment. And yeah, and it was kind of like, like you said, if you can't find it, make it. And that's what I did. Best way to do it. I love that. That's great. It's great. I mean, when it, you were like, can I... And the, the 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 relationship you mentioned, obviously your girlfriend sort of thing. So so are you like straight as well? Yes. So yeah, straight sort of thing with the crush. And how you mentioned that you tried to kind of uh, discuss that with your partner sort of thing. What was that like? And what was there any sort of challenges? Was she was it just like uh, sitting there chatting away over a few drinks when you first met? And it's just like, oh yeah, I probably look better at you, better than you in a night out sometimes. You know, she's like, what? What are you talking about? Well, first, I was... of all, first of all, I would never say that because that is, <laughs> that, is a, that is a big no-no because there's a lot of partners, female partners who do feel threatened. Really? Because, because their man puts on better makeup, has better oh. skills. Yeah, it, it can be very, you know, tension-filled in that way. Yeah, so that's one component. But it, in my case, uh, I was married and didn't tell her until, you know, pretty couple, a few months into our courtship. So she right. knew before we were married. But I still wasn't full head-to-toe. Okay. Uh, my presentation after we divorced for basically non-related re reasons of course um every relationship i had since then after that i always made sure at that moment of 
knowing it was going to become serious, I would sit them down and whatever the era or decade would define what, you know, what media I would use to say, hey, this is a picture of me, either a Polaroid or a picture or my phone. phone. And that would be the moment in, in my current girlfriend. She said, oh, yeah, I know you you wore that at the, the holiday or at the Halloween party at the office. I said, no, 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 no. That's that was a costume. This is me. Wow. This is a part of me. So there was like stunned silence. And I'm like, ask me anything. And I said, I'll start you off. Here's three things that, you know, women usually ask their boyfriends when they find out, you know, are you a drag queen? Are you going to transition? Are you gay? Uh, all those things. So I tried to like kind of preload the conversation because she didn't even know what to ask. She had no wow. exposure to the trans community at all at that point. So it was it was daunting and it's a learning curve for both ourselves as people who are diverse in our gender, as well as our partners who may be outside the community in some regard. Of course. Yeah. And it's great that, that obviously she has been accepting of it, you know, um, it's great. You've got someone there to kind of, can I just stand with you, you know, and, uh, and have your back when uh, obviously sometimes where shit hits the fan sort of thing, she's, she's <laughs> there to kind of, pick you up when you when it needs to which what which a part a really good partner should do you know it doesn't matter what goes on between you as long as you guys have got each other's back it's it's the way there it's an advocate of not just obviously what you like it's an ad, i'm gonna seem cheesy now so as, as an advocate of love i love that well and she's I, also an advocate for longer hemlines which we <laughs> always battle about i'm always about the shorter skirts are you really? about, yes I, I i love my mini skirts i got i feel i have very good legs that's my favorite attribute so i'm always trying to show them off and she's always trying to say no 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 you should probably cover those up a little bit more you're going to church go to church so you you mentioned that you're obviously you're you're very open about it now sort of thing i mean it's like is it just like like is it certain days or is it just like whatever you wake up and feel like you know because i feel like now i'm gonna gonna be savannah today i'm just gonna get my gear on and off you go well i I wish it was as easy as getting my gear and off i go it took me about an hour and change to get ready for you even though your audience is like what am i looking at this you get this this is me putting work in um no typically uh i have a standard day usually i go out on sundays um, that way I can get up. I can take my time. I go to nice. Starbucks. So I, in all my social media, I have a hashtag Savannah Starbucks Sunday. Oh, right. So okay. Looking in Instagram or Facebook, you can just hunt for that and you'll find uh, different periods and time I've gone out. And, you know, and that's my advocacy of just being in the public. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not out there preaching or doing anything from a pulpit. I'm just out there in the world. That's living can your, see me. Yeah, living your just, life. Yeah, living life. And that's really, I'm not like a, a marcher. I'm not like, uh, you know, waving flags around, like to rally you to my side. I'm really more of a grassroots girl. Right. And my whole point is just to show people that this is just a normal part of life. There's nothing like, I don't want to say flamboyant because people could be as flamboyant as they want to. I'm not saying that, but just like, you know, you could walk by me and not even notice me. And if you did, I said, mm-hmm. oh, I, I think that's a guy dressed as a woman. And, and so they can take that home and say, oh, yeah, she was just sitting there, you know, yes, working made her on her laptop, yeah. yeah, drinking her coffee. And so I do that day, a weekly basis. That's my routine once a yeah. week. And then for you, especially, I, I dressed as well. Um, <laughs> and I took the day off. So that made it easier. Oh, and, wow. I appreciate it. I didn't need to see it off. Well, that makes me feel even, even better now. Thank you for that. Well, it, well, it's you and the booster. 
So <laughs> two for one, two for yeah, one. Yeah, it's mostly me, though, isn't it? Mostly you, yes. Yeah, there we go, was, there we go. Was, I need, was it... <laughs> see, I needed that boost today. I needed that boost. I've had a shit day. Go. I just needed that boost. So we've, you've so, had two. So I you got gave... a booster and I gave you a boost. I think it's a, it's a win-win already, I tell you. I love Thursdays. Is it Thursday? Shit, I can't remember what day it is sometimes. <laughs> well, it's Thursday here in America. I don't know what day it is there, but it's Thursday here in America. It's Thursday as well. It's just, oh. unfortunately, it's, it's half past eight at night here, which is not bad. This is all not right. Not bad. Do you know what I talk about? That? I was actually chatting to someone else and they were like coming on the show in the next couple of weeks. And um, like, yeah, 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 no problem. So um, I'll send you my details over. So she they, they sent me their times over. And uh, when it was like two o'clock, three o'clock in the morning, mm. and I was like messing about, going, you know, I'm in the UK, right? Oh, are you? <laughs> D- does the accent and the voice not give you anything away? <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. I thought you were. Just, I thought you were on the East Coast. I'm like, oh my I god. You were studying abroad. <laughs> yeah. I know. When I when I'm like, uh, can I uh, uh, can I diverse? Can I? Everyone lives wherever they want nowadays, but I'm not venturing out to the US just yet. Not yet, anyway. That's yeah. the goal, though. Later on in life, when I'm retired, that's the goal. When I'm oh, earning fantastic. my Joe, yes. when I'm when I'm earning my Joe Rogan money, is what I call it. Fantastic. Yes. I well, on my <laughs> podcast, we are still <clears throat> we're still struggling. Um, not struggling. We were actually doing very well. And that was another thing. I I during COVID. Yeah. You know, uh, I wrote I wrote my second book in the Living with Cross Dressing series. Right. Which was more less about relationships and more about me. More about the cross-dresser, the dual gender individual, and kind of yeah. like doing that self-assessment. Right, okay. And, and along the way, during COVID, obviously everything shut down. We were doing conferences. I wasn't doing speaking engagements. So I started going on podcasts, you know, uh, either vir- you know, visual or audio. Yeah. And um, that connected me with my co-host for the podcast that I do now. Right. So she lives on the West Coast. I live in South Carolina, thousands of miles away. We've never met in person. Wow. But we do pretty much what you and I are doing right now. We have a heads Jump up display so we can see each other. And we have um, have like 70 episodes in the bag. Wow. So you yeah. bashed them quite quick then, yeah. Once a week, yeah. My Savannah Sunday includes a podcast recording. Ah, so you've got you've de- designated whole day for it. I love that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 70 episodes. I, I mean, I've, I've literally, this is your, uh, um, my last one with Marcy earlier on was my 50th. That was my 50th. Oh. So you, you're like 51. Only reason I know that is because I got a, a notification come through in one of the websites that I've joined and goes, congratulations on your 50th. I was oh, like, you got those too. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow. Oh, thanks for that. I appreciate it. I don't even know sort of thing. But I'm, uh, when it comes to the podcast, you're probably more stricter at the schedule than I am. I mean, I started doing this uh, during COVID. I mean, I started doing podcasting before uh, for like a business sense sort of thing. You know, I was uh, I had my own business and when podcasting was really in its real infancy that not many people used it. But of course, whenever something gets popular, who ruins it? It's the marketers. So the, all these marketers were jumping on going, get on a podcast. It shows your authority in the industry mm. and get people coming on. And I started doing that and um, it kind of fizzled out. I, I shut the business down because I, I think that was the best thing for everyone involved. And um, <laughs> getting back to it, then COVID hit. I said, what am I going to do? I just went, yeah, I'm just going to start a podcast up, you know? And I had no equipment or anything. And I was chatting to a few a few guys, a few friends and other people of like, contact. And they said, how did you start? And, you know, I didn't even have a laptop, didn't have a mic or anything. I started off doing it on, via my phone on Anchor. 
doing my phone. So, guys, this is a little bit of a trick for you. If you want to start your podcast, jump on Anchor and use your phone on it. And then That's I went, we have. we have it on Anchor as well. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, right up. But I want to, I want to, I went, right, I'm, I like this. I want to jump involved and get something proper. So, I went on eBay. And this is a great thing. If you want to get a computer on eBay, get one second hand from like offices and you can get a full blown monitor, keyboard, mouse, hard drive, decent hard drive for about 90 bucks. Mm. And they ship it to you. And I got myself a mic, 15 quid from Amazon. And I was up and I was taking pictures, sending them online, going, look at me. No idea how to use it. No idea. So I just went from there. So it's, it's weird. I mean, how I did it, because I don't know what it's what it's like out of COVID. You know, we're now coming out without, but I've only seen what it's been like by doing the promotion. So yeah. it, it did take a bit of a... a, a, a um, a dip probably beginning of the uh, mid year, but that's probably because I was too busy moving. I mean, I'm in uh, uh, my transition studio at the minute. This is just me hoping for my new place will be available with a proper studio on Friday uh, next year in January. Fingers crossed. Ooh, nice, nice. So that'll be good. So I have all the lights on, all that back. I don't have seen the older episodes. I've got the lights run about me and looking good. So that's going to be good. But it's great that you guys have started start, uh, the, the podcast. I mean, you. you are you getting much feedback from that? Um, we, about... we do. You know, like you heard from um, the last two episodes I listened to of yours, where we're, you know, people get contact either from the book through their social media because they read it. I get feedback from my book. We get content feedback from users either through social media or through the podcast itself that, you know, it, one, it's, it was just a, another medium to attack. Yeah, you know, we have the books. She has her own business. Julie, my um, co-host, has a, her own styling business for oh. the trans community called Fox and Hanger. So we basically like she's the fox, I'm the phoenix. So we had the Fox and Phoenix podcast. Oh, that's so, a great idea. I love that. That was what we started with, but it was definitely our best choice. And uh, it was like, oh, why didn't we do this before? This name is amazing. And so we we don't do guests necessarily. And that's probably why we're more easily able to just kind of crank them out on a very regimented uh, basis. Right. Wise. Um, but we, we may in the future, but right now it's just her and I tackling a topic. Correct, and yeah. each of those topics are either um, kind of like what you may have asked. It's like, well, how did, how did your girlfriend feel? And we yeah. can have a whole conversation about that and what she could do to overcome her grief and overcome her shock and you know how does she normalize this in her her own life and how does she deal with feeling secondhand to a better woman quote unquote yeah because i don't wear makeup i i just put on my yoga pants when i get home and i you know and here we are just dialing up every chance we get (laughs) and it's it could be it could be a scary proposition for somebody who's feels like all of a sudden they're out of your leg so we've tackled that we've tackled Deuteronomy in, in the Old Testament. About Deuteronomy? They, what is that? Yeah, well, that's uh, in the Bible, and it's in the Old Testament. And it, the Deuteronomic laws, one of them talks about very stringently about not wearing the apparel of the other gender or the other sex. Oh, of course they have. And so they always do stuff people, like this, don't they? Yeah, yeah. So a lot of people use that as their defense <sighs> why we're an abomination. Oh, God, I hate people like that. Yeah, So it, which is ironic because if you are a Christian and you believe in Jesus, all the Old Testament laws no longer take effect because obviously Jesus took all those old laws away by dying on the cross for us. Yeah. So, but people will still go like, oh, here's the passage. I'm going to use that in the Bible to, to admonish you. I'm like, so we had a whole episode about that and what it really meant and how to, as a crossdresser or ally, say you're full of bull. So 
And the uh, thing is that these guys are coming up with the argument like that. They're literally quoting a book thousands of years old. Yes. And it's like, dude, these guys were probably... That, that guy probably, whoever wrote the book or the, the books that are involved in a book, it's like bookception, probably wrote that with a quill and ink. We're talking about this on your phone and it's like thousands of years later. <laughs> guys, come on. And, and it's out. been adapted and rewritten how many times in different languages? Oh, yeah, I don't. I'm pretty it's... sure the original context it weren't thinking about trans people. Uh, <laughs> yet there were eunuchs. In the Do you know Bible. what it was? Do you know what it probably was, right? It was probably one night, all the apostles went out, got shit-faced one night, and obviously one of them decided to get pissed up. And he goes, hey, check me out. I'm going to put on Mary's clothes on. And he goes, right, that's funny. But we can't let anyone see that because it's a little bit. It's a little, it, we, 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 it's not appropriate. We're apostles. So he goes right. I'm going to do it again next week. No, you're not, because I'm going to write it down. So it's in the book. <laughs> you can't do it anymore. And he's like, "Fuck's sake!" So that's probably what it. Kept, they probably just got blown out of proportion so much. I actually think everything from the Bible or any sort of like old scripture has been blown out of proportion so much. It's ridiculous. Uh, and we, and we, <laughs> that's all. Because it's like I'm going to write this down on my quill and scroll, so you can't do it tomorrow. Yeah. Damn it! You tell me, me, tell me it's what I can't do. It. Tell me what I can't do. It. All right, give me five <laughs> minutes, you son of a bitch. Oh, fuck's sake! Listen, who gave him? Who gave him the quill and pen? <laughs> or the quill and paper. Sorry. Who got the lambskin? <laughs> Damn you! The parchment. <laughs> but that's amazing. But yeah, we we tackle things as kind of absurd, but yet completely relevant in this day and age where we are still being attacked based on very yeah. archaic notions. Um, and we talk about cro uh, the crossdresser and the types of crossdressing. And it's okay to be one of many things. You can do mm. it because it's the psychological effect. You can do it because it's a sexual effect. You can do it because in your soul, you feel too, like you're two entities. You yeah. know, uh, uh, you know the, the divine feminine and the utter masculinity. You don't have to choose. And so we, we try to tackle a lot of things and I know this was a long way around to just say we do get a lot of comments in um, either for show ideas or like the fact that we have people who listen as couples who will stop the podcast mid-episode yep. to discuss whatever it is Julie and I have mentioned. Okay. So they can have a conversation because I find that not everybody has the gift of conversation or mm. even a gift of, of productive argument conversation yeah like they don't have the gift for that and then sometimes you don't even know the words you need to express until you hear somebody else says it yeah do you think do you think that's due to just because um a lot there's not a lot of understanding of it at the minute it's just because you can't talk to anyone else obviously talking to yourselves is uh you're in that sort of like you know life but someone else who is separate from it who is like on their own if that makes sense so i can imagine someone like that must feel very lonely um, because they can't express themselves so much, they have to hide it. Um, and it must be such a relief to obviously talk to, like, obviously, uh, you guys on the show or uh, off the show and, and DMs just to kind of just not to see anything, just to voice it, you know, and just yeah. it, like, even if it's the smallest things, it means so much to them because they're now talking to someone who understands them and understands what they're going. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Even whether it was the books or the podcast, I have heard, I thought you were writing my story, or I thought you were actually discussing right. my story. And the fact that we are resonating with people. So like you said, they don't feel alone. They feel like somebody understands them, feels that there's no, that they can like maybe let go of that shame they felt mm. for 30, 40, 50, 60 years of their lives. 
because they've been indoctrinated to believe there's something wrong with them. I said it, it's, it is powerful. It is very, very powerful. One to know that there are people experiencing that on their own. Yeah. And isolation or maybe with just a few people they can rely on. And it's powerful to know that my, just my story being told has that effect on somebody because yeah. I don't really think of myself as having a legacy per se. I just know that like, I'm just telling you my truth. This is what I understand of myself. And yet when I write it down, people are like, wow, I really thought you were talking about me. And that's, uh, that is a humbling, humbling message to get. But it's also, it must, it must be good because you're, you're doing something good for them. You know, I understand you say it's humbling, but what you're doing is it, it's, it's a great thing. Because it's fulfilling. Yeah. It is, yeah, I can imagine. But I honestly think that today's day and age, we're right at the very, I would say the beginning part of everything. You know, I was I was actually talking the other day there about this. And there's so much happening over the past, even 20 years, even in the 2000s of everything. You know, it's obviously the kind of gay marriage is now being accepted uh, worldwide, mostly worldwide, unless you go to Russia. Um don't want to start with that. Uh, and then obviously you've got obviously the, the, the kind of trans community are now starting to be recognized a lot more. You know, people are getting a lot more voices, you know. Uh, the LGBT community is now starting to have a voice that they should have, you know. And it, this is the early stages of it. We're in, a, we're in the infancy of all this because yeah. we've got a lot of hate from in these scenarios because we've still got people from the 50s, the 40s, the 50s, the 60s still here. And they're the ones that just don't understand. All these politicians that are stuck in like Congress or in, obviously in Parliament here, they're from that generation. They do not understand. And the the obviously I've got a six-year-old daughter now, and I really strongly believe it. it's going to be her generation that's really going to be and see the benefits of what you're doing and other advocates are doing. And they're going to see what you've, I would say set the foundations more than anything for a better future for everyone involved. I so agree. I, I so agree because I see, well, ironically, pros and cons. One, I see a lot of youth, especially when I go to the coffee shops and Starbucks in particular here in the States yeah. has a very open and inclusive uh, hiring practice. Brilliant. And um, I always feel that just even me, and if they know me in both guises, they know me in my male form and my female form, okay. and they see that I am showing up and I hope that I can let them see that they can show up however they'd like to, yeah. because if I'm doing it, they can do it and vice versa. Um, so I see that these kids are owning one They have the information to even understand what they're going through Yeah. either by internet or by communities or chat rooms, whatever it is that allows them to get more knowledge and you have more, you know, a celebrity uh, exposure to those environments. You know, you have, you know, what, what is it? Um, uh, Angelina Jolie's one of her kids is trans, I think. Of course, and, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That, that's they've come out, yeah, yeah. So you like start seeing like the in public figures, like Billy Porter, you know, in the Broadway in the music scene, you know, doing the red carpets in full, you know, makeup but with a beard but a huge gown, like showing that you can have diversity and have like um, androgyny and you can you can mix and match and it be not stymied so i think like you said this generation now this up-and-coming generation is having that exposure mm. like tiktok and instagram and i know oh, yeah. we talk about like all the horrors and terrible things that those social medias kind of impose upon youth beauty and standards just like we've had for 
ever ever since the first Cosmo magazine came out. Right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's not a new idea. It's just a new way of doing it. So yeah. we have to be very careful. But yeah, these kids have have the exposure to like, oh my God, I'm like that. I can be like that versus us going, I don't know anybody like that. I guess it's just me. There must be something wrong with me. Yeah, but if you give us another 20 years, oh, then those people who are growing up with this as their belief and as their like confidence and as their like their sense of being, yeah, they're going to be changing the world. And it's just, Absolutely. and they're going to just be, it's just going to be the norm. There's yeah, not going to be any stigma. Yeah. It's just going to be the norm. They'll be like, they'll be walking down the street and they're just, as you mentioned before, and they'll be like, uh, obviously someone cross-dressing looks like a guy sort of thing. They'll just be like, wouldn't even bat an eyelid. Yeah. Which is obviously where we, where we should be now. And it's unfortunate we're not. Um, it's just, uh, uh, and again, unfortunately, we're in that kind of foundation stage, which yeah. is... Uh, yeah. Like I said, I might not see it, but I'm happy to be part of laying those bricks. Of course. Love and that. I will tell you that, you know, like you, you're perfectly, absolutely right in the fact of the people in power who are indoctrinated to believe what they believe in, no fault of their own, most likely, most times, you know, they are not going to change their ways. They're not going to do the, the diligence to unlearn unless something very personal happens to them, either to them or their ch- children, their relatives, somebody who means something to them. Yeah. That's when they will change their opinion or perspective. But until those people are now retired outside the public eye and allow for you know trans kids to come up and be in politics and in places of making decisions yes that's when we're going to start seeing real change that'd be awesome i mean i've obviously you you, we've we've mentioned a lot of different things about obviously the advocate sort of thing well i want to touch on something that that it it really kind of probably winds me up and pisses me off a bit is obviously the hates you it's unfortunate everyone and this is what i mentioned i watched um something i think it was a video the other day there and someone who was obviously preparing for today's is about trans and they said we expect hate it's what we have to deal with and i hated that i felt sick to my stomach because they shouldn't need to feel they shouldn't need to feel that way because they because of their beliefs they expect it even with uh, with anything like obviously with like kind of gays and lesbians and all that they expect hate have, have you experienced that sort of kind of side of the the? Oh, I was going to say the the cesspool of humanity recently or any time. Well, I try to stay away from the cesspools, which is helpful. Yeah, um, you know, you won't find me going to a biker bar at two a.m. dressed as Savannah. Okay, that's um, fair. Although they may appreciate it, I don't know. But yeah, yeah you never know. I find I find my community and safety in places I know one are inclusive to you know, it's a drag bar or, you know, there's mm. going to be a drag performance or it's a gay bar. I like those places, you know, you have some protection, right? So I've always made a point to stay in, in venues that I know would be prosperous for me. Um, so I've, I've actively avoided those places, but yet I've gone to, uh, you know, Home Depot, uh, looking for a circuit breaker as Savannah, clicking my heels on the concrete floor, I've gone to stores. I mean, I'm becoming more and more and more comfortable going to just everyday places. Yeah. In those places, yes, you're going to get a couple stairs. You might get a triple take. You might get all sorts of things, but I've never, fortunately for me, I've never had to deal with uh, an attack, a physical Probably. attack. I've, I've, I've been very cautious about that. Where my kind of uh, abuse comes from is that I'm still not fully out. Mm. You know, I, people know me as only chuck only my male side some people i hold dear and close i bring into that circle so they know both sides and i have a couple of people who have never seen me in my male form and only know me as savannah so it's kind of like a strange dichotomy all the way across but i mean i would love for my parents to know but they are so 
kind of anti-LGBTQ that probably uh, I will never different, share. Different, um, different kind of generation, isn't it? Yeah. Even though they're my parents and you would hope that they would support you. all those mm. things to support me, I don't want to take that chance. So for me, I probably have done myself a disservice by not putting myself out there more so. Right. Just like, like let my freak flag fly and be like, this is me, take it or leave it. And then just see where the ash falls. But I'm kind of a little bit protective that way. Because yeah. I know that this is not something I need to do 24 seven. I'm not transitioning. I'm yeah. not going to like show up at the next, uh, you know, uh, family reunion with breast augmentation and on HRT and, and that's not going to happen. So mm. for me, it allows me a level of protection to recede back into my male form when needed. You know, and I don't have to express this. Like you said, I have a day to do it. I don't, I don't have to wake up and be like, oh my God, it's Tuesday. And I feel like a woman, I need to dress this way. <laughs> no, I have a schedule. So for me, that's enough to kind of like let the embodiment of femininity and do it and endow itself. And I can just like, you know, be good for a week. Right. Okay. Do you, back, so. do you think you ever will like just go, this is me to everyone? Do you think that, that time will happen? To, I would love it. I mean, it's, yeah, I would love it. I just don't know. <laughs> I don't Get know. that courage yet. I'm not, yeah, and that is courage. I mean, I actually, um, I did a TEDx. Um, oh, wow, nice one. This year, early this year. And um, one of the things I really thought I needed to do was say, I probably should tell my HR director that this <laughs> happened and why. Mm. Because if somebody were to see that and connect the dots between Savannah and the person they work with, there might be some craziness. So I, so I made a point to make, I covered my base by doing that. Yeah. And she said, oh, do you want me to tell the president? I'm like, no, 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 no. Keep the hundred hat. I'm just telling you just because. In case I'm, it comes back, yeah. In case it comes back. Covering bases and all that sort of stuff, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but to your point, I would have loved to be confident and brave enough to say, you know what, fuck it, I'm going to do it. I'm going to tell everybody, I'm going to everybody's going to get a notice from me at work that says, Hey, I did a TEDx. Here's the link to it. You know, enjoy. Yeah. 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 I would love that. Okay. Just fucking do it. Why not? I know. But I still, I still have a sense of self-preservation that I've built yeah. from a very, very early age that says, do you need to, who is it mm. benefit if you do it? Right. I, I can understand be- that. Yeah. That makes it. I can understand that now. I was just being selfish saying, yeah, I you should embrace yourself, but I can understand where that, where you're coming from there. Is it, What's it going to do? Is it going to? Is it just an attention-seeking thing, or is it being? Yeah, I can I can get where you're coming from yeah, there. To it's, be fair. It's, it's a fine line between being fully authentic, yeah, and being just out there to be out there. And for me, my authenticity is in both genders, so I don't necessarily need somebody to know both sides of me because they know me. They know me, the person. Yeah. So whether I consider that them knowing Savannah is, is a benefit and actually a, a growing part of our relationship as a friend or as a partner. Um, that's when it becomes important. When I feel like I'm lying to you by not telling you because I feel like I'm doing something I, I should share with you, that's when I share. Brilliant. But if it's just some, you know, some person, office worker, some office mate, that I talk to once every three weeks, do I need them to know? Yeah. What benefit is that? Is that just, yeah. 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 But it is, it is something about like the authenticity of like, if they knew, would that change their opinion and make them a better ally? And that's, that's even a bigger picture. God, yeah. That's a whole kind of worms that open up there. Yeah. (laughs) 
It's like Jesus Christ, that's going down a massive rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's it's. I but I I would love to be able to do what you just asked. Ah, uh, hey, fingers crossed. Hopefully, things in the future will kind of get a little bit easier and people a bit more accepting. This is where we want to be. You know, we want to live in harmony with everyone. Who cares what color you are? What cares what gender you are? Who cares what sexuality you are? We're all human. We all bleed the same color. Fucking get over your stupid things and. Stop listening to a fucking book from a thousand years ago. See, we need to do a fucking... I need to do an episode on this. I've, my three friends have turned around and said, you're very, very vocal about the Bible and the church or that. I'm not. I, I, I think it's fascinating. I do. I think it's fascinating. But I just don't understand it, that people are so like, yes, we need to do everything in that book. But, oh, my God. When, when you said people use it as an argument against you, oh, go fuck yourself, mate. You know what I mean? Jesus well, Christ. I, I mean, the book is a book. Right. Yeah, the, book exactly. didn't, the book did not shape you. People yeah. shaped you. People took their interpretation of what they read or understood or went to theology school for to teach you how to behave. Good the way. question is, do they teach you how to love your neighbor or they teach you how to hate your neighbor. And if you are in a practice or in a religion or an organized um, community that preaches like you should look down on others, mm. that's not necessarily the place I want to be. Great, great bet. I love that. Oh, look, that's 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 a Savannah Fane woman. That is make drop, yo. I just ruined it. Sorry, but <laughs> so so far we're gonna wrap this up because uh, oh, no, it's. No, do we have to? I uh, know. Well, let's talk for five more hours. Five more hours. I tell you what, we should get you back on. Definitely get you back on again uh, when um, your your podcast is obviously blown up because I can definitely think it's gonna that's gonna happen. Um, so you've got two books out. Where can people find your books? Oh, the uh, both are entitled "Living with Crossdressing." They're, you'll find two books, and they're yep. subtitled, <clears throat> or they have taglines. So you can find them both on Amazon. So for yeah. you folks in the UK, I'm sure it's just Amazon.uk. Dot UK. That's the one. Yeah, and that's you can find me there, both digitally and on uh, paperback, mm -hmm. uh, as well as just normal Amazon.com for here in the states. Um, the podcast you can find on Spotify, along with your podcast the walk the line podcast Sonia. uh you can find me uh sistered to you uh there also apple podcast um anchor as well uh iheart radio and that would be the fox and the phoenix podcast uh as well as you go to youtube to check out my tedx so if you've just put in savannah hawk and that's h-a-u-k savannah hawk tedx you'll find my it comes up yeah you'll come up and uh please uh take a listen take a watch give it a nice comment um you know, there was a whole thing about, we got a whole conversation about the hate I received in the first 24 hours of that release. Ooh. Hundreds and hundreds of just diabolically terrible comments about how, one, I'm pregnant, two, I'm an abomination. Um, <laughs> my parents must not have raised me right. Uh, there's something wrong. I'm mentally ill. Oh, it goes crazy. on and on. It, it was very, very uh, tense 24 hours. Um, well, I'll tell you what, if you're not, if you're not getting any haters and, and people in the comments giving you shit, you're not doing, you're obviously you're doing something right. You know, that's, this is what I see. So that's if I get, true. Hey, if you're not causing some sort of stir, then obviously people are just overlooking it or just 
exactly you become just part of whatever yeah you, know? you don't nobody wants to be like that we don't we don't make <laughs> podcasts and stuff just to sit and uh, shy away we want to get ourselves out there so yeah, yeah bring the hate right. guys we'll kick your yes. ass <laughs> nice thank you ryan so yeah You're obviously when yeah exactly i will be a definitely a definitely an ally of you no problems with that so so obviously with your shows uh your podcasts your books and all the links and all that sort of stuff will be put in the description Fantastic. um we okay put your socials in there as well just in case people want to get in contact with you. Guys, if you have actually, if you really kind of sit there and you're, you're listening to this and you can resonate and you, you're still in that sort of mindset, please reach out. I'm sure Savannah will go through anything and answer any questions that you yes. have. It's yes. just don't, don't sit there in silence. Um, we've got people out there that can help you and discuss, well, not help you, discuss things with you and make you feel a little bit better about everything. I will, I will say this just for, because I get a lot of um, you know, unsavory uh, emails as well. Okay. If somebody does want to reach out uh, as a result of this podcast, I would just um, ask those people who are reaching out with a, a private message or, you know, uh, unsolicited message on Facebook or Instagram to say, hey, I heard you on the show on Ryan's show, dot, dot, Make dot. Up. That yeah, way yeah. I know it's, it's authentic and you're looking to have a conversation. Yeah. That way I don't just, uh, if you just say hi, I'm going to be like, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Hi, how you doing? I'm fine. How you doing? You know? And then it's like, let me show you a picture of my private parts. Wait, that's not what I'm here for. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. Everyone gets them. Everyone gets them. I, I don't get them. I get the ones like, um, I'm, uh, what is it? The one I had before. I'm looking for a serious boyfriend. Oh, Aww. well done. Is that why you've got one, one, uh, one post on Instagram and about 50 friends who are all guys? And it's just like, okay, yeah. It not, was just, it was just a way to get closer to you, Ryan. That's it. Not today, ISIS. Not today. <laughs> That's what I say. I ain't having that. You cheeky bastards. Get up to no good. Get yourself over. <laughs> but Savannah, it has been an absolute pleasure having you on. It's it's been great. So we'll definitely get you back on again. I think we should get in the next couple few months down the line. We can get you back on and get a bit of an update on everything that's happening. Fantastic. And you're brilliant. You're bloody brilliant. I love it. I love you. You're great. Appreciate that. Savannah, take care and we'll speak soon. All right.